We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Third down and 11. Lawrence goes down. Ball came out and Lawrence is grabbing at his leg. in serious pain. Fumble was recovered by Anton Harrison and Lawrence can't get off the field. Adam Midas fires it back. Robbins puts it down. The kick is on its way. It is good. Yeah, baby. <laughs> a 48-yard field goal by Evan McPherson has given Cincinnati a 34-31 overtime win. Rocky Top. Peyton loves Elvis. Um... And Rocky Top. Oh, Rocky. That's it. <laughs> Ooh. Okay. I Wait, like Peyton that. didn't I like that. that All right. Um, I lo- I, yeah, I Peyton like didn't that. like I that. Like that. I, I, respe- I respect yeah. that. I respect that. Florida State doesn't like that. Um. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Florida State does not like that. Oh, man. <laughs> um, let's see. Um, I can play maybe uh, Tears in Heaven, Eric Clapton. Let's go. Let's oh. see it. Let's hear it. Right. Wow. And it jumped off sides. The Bengals jumped off sides. <laughs> really good. It's hard to understand. Oh, I got this. I got this. Please, no. No one wants to hear you sing. <laughs> Keep going, Tua. Keep going. You're perfect. Great job of using the cadence. You need to work on your cadence. Singing. You guys are, you guys are hilarious. Oh my God. I love it. You don't sing also? <laughs> you just play? I thought you were singing it. I, I thought you were busting it out. Oh, you thought I was singing it? Oh, I, I, that's why, that's why we had Peyton. Peyton was jamming. Oh, yeah. We were waiting for, for, we were waiting for the second verse with Eli. Yes. I would Eli's got nothing. He's got nothing. He froze. <laughs> All right. Hey, good morning to everybody. That was funny now. That was funny. Uh, and Tua is a great sport, and I did not know Tua Tungavailoa could play the guitar, and he's pretty damn good. Pretty damn good. We say good morning to everybody, and if you're a Dolphin fan and have been through 20-something years of, like, is it ever going to happen? Is it ever going to happen? It's happening through uh, 12 games now. Miami Dolphins are officially the number one seed. I know there's five games left, but a bunch of them are at home, four of five, and they are the one seed 
in really good shape. It's no longer an exaggeration. It's it's like you look right now, Kansas City, Jacksonville loses last night to a backup quarterback in, in Jake Browning, who, by the way, looked really good. My God, he was making some throws. Everybody's talked about it. He's got talent. He's got talent. We just haven't seen it. Man, he's got talent. He, he made a lot of good throws. He wasn't doing those jet dump-off passes, I can tell you that, for two yards. It was uh, impressive, 32 of 37, 354 yards and a touchdown, and he was smart enough to make sure he got Jamar Chase a bunch of targets last night, 11 for 149. And then they go, hey, can't, they, uh, they go, Jacksonville, we're, we're playing at your house. We're going to put up almost 500 yards of offense. So, uh, and you heard Trevor Lawrence got hurt. But all saying all that, we uh, we say good morning to everybody. Yes, uh, Tua was uh, was on the Monday Night Football show with the Manning brothers, and uh, it it is very funny. I got to give those guys credit. That stuff is uh, is very very good, and those guys have fun. It sounded like um, Peyton Manning's commercial, right? That he does with the country singer. I thought it was one of those, and I was like, "This is." I, I could see it coming. I go, "This is going to be very funny." Two is a great sport, and uh, so anyway, uh, yeah, through twelve games now, um, Finns at nine and three, Ravens at nine and three, and the tiebreaker right now. And everybody knows they're going to play each other about a month from now. Um, we'll 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 see. Could come down to that game, and then Kansas City and Jacksonville both lose so they're eight and four so there's two teams at the top right now and yes we have to play Baltimore on the road but before we get to that I want to let you know that the Ravens have to play the 49ers and the Dolphins and Ravens will play each other and we have the Dallas Cowboys and the Buffalo Bills you know the end of the schedule but for now they have the Tennessee Titans and I've got lots of Tennessee Titans news to get to here this morning before we jump into a whole bunch of different topics from yesterday as uh, as well as today and stuff that's going on right now. The Titans fired their special teams coordinator. So I was like, wait a second. Yeah, I didn't see anything, right? I'm I, I'm we're on the game and we're coming home and I'm just kind of following, you know, different stuff, but Nobody said anything on the plane or anything about what's going on with Tennessee. Wasn't even thinking about Tennessee yet. So I was like, not the defensive coordinator, like Jack Del Rio for Washington. Not an offensive coordinator. And we've seen a couple of those guys get get fired. A special teams coordinator. What could have happened? So, so I look it up and come to find out Tennessee gave that game away. They had two block punts. That they had, and the punter <laughs> broke his friggin' leg or blew out his knee. He got hit so hard on the one. So they lose their punter. One ends up being a touchdown, and they lose 31 28 in overtime to the Colts. And so, uh, yeah, he goes, Hey, man, you're gone. We, we, didn't even, we didn't even touch the guy on one. Like, what are we doing? Well, what's the blocking scheme here that we've been doing forever? And, um, and so, yeah, we had a. Why is this every week now? So Jack Del Rio, defensive coordinator in Washington, now getting ready to play Tennessee. Special teams coordinator is uh, is now fired, and uh, and they're coming down here. The rookie quarterback who is uh, is getting ready to play against a really really good defense. Uh, Woody, you, you ought to feel pretty good. You ought to be proud. You're one of the first guys to kind of start this Tyree Kill thing. I I thought you might have started a little early, 
But it sure has picked up a lot of steam. A lot of people kind of all saying the same thing. Like the quarterbacks, there is five or six quarterbacks playing really, really well, including Tua is one of them. That's going to be in the MVP talk. But a lot of people are going, you know, now that I've been watching them and what Tyreek does for that team, including, you know, kind of setting the tone with that explosive play to start the game, um, a lot of people are saying, I know it's never happened before, but Tua, a lot of people think he could be the MVP. We don't usually talk about wide receivers for MVP. And we've had some wide receivers through the years put up some stupid numbers. Hello, Jerry Rice. Hello, Randy Moss. T.O. Uh, there, there's been some guys that have gone out there and uh, and put up um, some great, great numbers that that weren't able to win it. So could this be the first? We've had a lot, you know, some running backs, but mostly quarterbacks. Everybody knows, and a couple other positions in there. But I just don't think the quarterbacks at this point have done a whole lot to I separate agree. themselves. I mean, they've all been look. Brock Purdy's been very good, right? I don't take away from what he's done. Yeah. But his numbers are not – they don't jump off the page at you, right? I mean, Tyreek, if he goes for 2,000 yards – Kind of hard to – kind of hard not to give it to him. Yeah, since it's never been done. And the fact and you that – You talk about most valuable player. Think about where this team would be without this guy. I don't agree. Right? Uh, uh, agree. Uh, I never in all the years of, of the league, by the way, not just here, have I – can I remember so many explosive plays from about 35 yards to whatever, as long as it's now 70-something, just uh, incredible. And, you know, whether it's a crossing route, whether it's a takeoff, whether, you know, it's a corner route or just uh, he he's turned a lot of different looks into touchdowns or big plays with stuff that he's been able to do. So good to hear, man. Good, good, good stuff to hear. With uh, with all the names of the Mahomes and Rodgers and Brady and Lamar Jackson's got one in there and the Manning, uh, Peyton's got a a couple of those suckers as well, and it would sure be great and really add to uh, to what has been one of the great trades Chris uh, Greer made. What what a great trade worth every friggin' dime, and uh, nobody is going to tell me and I and I know Kansas City won a championship last year without him, so I I I get it. But man, there's not anybody gonna tell me that how many more wins would they have with the balls that have been dropped on takeoffs and some of the other things if Tyree Kill was playing for the Kansas City Chiefs right now? Uh, it'd be it'd be a little scary. So we have uh, we have a lot of stuff, lot of stuff to get to officiating. Um, I talked talked to some folks last night. The, the officiating. Uh, I don't know if anybody's had a chance to see Mike Florio's just said it's 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 terrible. It it's gotta it's gotta be fixed. It's really bad. And the big one right now is a pass interference. You can't review it. And by the way, there's nobody out there that should want to review it in case you forgot what that year was like. It was a disaster. It was a disaster. They called a couple. One cost the Dolphins a game, cost Adam Gase a game up in New York, changed the call. And uh, called it, and and so everybody is uh, saying the officials are out of position. They don't know what to call, and if they're if they're not sure, so they don't call it. Which, by the way, I'd rather have. So the Marquez Valdez Scantling, if if you missed it, who by the way probably should have just let him go. He's going to drop it anyway down the middle. 
But uh, he he did. I mean, it was pass interference, and they slowed it down, and it looked like bad pass interference. Uh, the late hit on Mahomes on the sideline. Yeah, was, I was going to say they they blew that call against Mahomes, who clearly is trying to duck his shoulder and who delivers well, he's trying the to, blow. He's trying to get a first down running yeah. down the sideline. So line. he puts his shoulder down, knocks the uh, the cornerback in, into the sideline, and they called that guy for the penalty. Yeah, terrible. Fifteen yards roughing or you know late hit or whatever. But you can't review this stuff, man. And, and I get that the the Marquez Valdez Scantling play he the, he clearly gets ran through. So clearly, so, right? Yes. But you can't go back and look at these because then what are you going to do? I mean, there's there's pass interference on every play. These right. guys are holding each other. Yep. They're fighting and stuff. Like you can't, you just can't do that. It takes. So forever. actually, I give Mahomes credit. He goes, look at. I'd rather they they do it that way than calling everything. Um, because the game, and I thought, wow, that's kind of cool to hear him because he did a little whining in our game, and you know, was trying to draw calls and get them. And I think it's normal. Quarterbacks all want to get them. I'm thinking, my God, how many more calls can can you get? <laughs> Everything's against the defense now. Everything. So, um, it was pretty good, and uh, and Mike obviously got some great information from some people talking about some guys that need to to totally get away from it, including the commissioner of the National Football League and his sidekick. Those guys need to uh, start it. So I, I thought it was really good. If you get a chance, go to ProFootballTalk.com and. And uh, Mike's got some stuff uh, after that game because that last minute of the game was there was our last few minutes. There was a lot of junk when I got home. I actually, got home in the fourth quarter to watch the uh, end of that game, and it was uh, it was a wild one. So anyway, we uh, we have a lot of lot of stuff to get to here this morning. Between my God, the MVP and Tyree Kill, can he get it? Ninety three right now. Ninety three catches. 1,481 yards and 12 touchdowns. And if you're wondering about that big number 2,000 yards, it's never been done. 519 needed in uh, in five games. And you know how quickly he can get to 100. Like two plays. <laughs> two plays in the last game, actually. We so, got to keep some of these games a little closer so he has a little more incentive to get out there in the fourth quarter. It's good. Well, you know, for those of us who took call. a little uh, little action on that MVP bet. Yeah, that's uh, that was interesting. Did you I see heard... what that moved to, by the way? I, I said no. He was plus four thousand last week. You he's... told me he's going to go down if he went for another big game. He's plus sixteen hundred now. Ooh, so yeah. you, what? Which which number did you get in on? Four thousand. Four thousand, and you you guys you got together with some other guys and put in some good money on it. So yeah, basically the fantasy league will get a free draft if Tyreek Hill wins the MVP. We'll get a free trip. What do you? I like that. I mean, you know, everybody goes in before the year and puts their team in there as kind of you know what, no matter what the situation. But I got to tell you another one, man. Uh, there's nobody that the Dolphins have a really good chance. With what I've seen now, now I heard everybody, you know, stroking Baltimore the most, and and I I get it. I I'm not saying, but I got to tell you, it's not crazy to think that this team can't get to Las Vegas. I know I, I've not been on crazy it. at all. For for everybody, you look at Jacksonville last night. That do anything for you? Uh, Kansas City. So he's going to be out for a while, Trevor Lawrence. They said it's a sprain, but they're doing more tests and stuff today to figure out how long he'll be out. He's going to be out for a while. And I got to tell you, Woody, that game, and I, I don't want to jump ahead of myself here, but uh, uh, the Ravens-Dolphins game is going to be a huge uh, – there's a good chance it's going to be a huge game. And by the way, I expect everybody to lose at least 
one more game in, in this thing. But I got to tell you, it, it is going to be fun. I can't remember last time I woke up and said, wow, through 12 games, Miami Dolphins are the number one seed, meaning if you could stay there, you not only get a week off between the regular season and the playoffs, but you also know all games before the Super Bowl will be played at Hard Rock Stadium as long as you keep winning. This is probably as good a chance as you're ever going to get to get a look at this thing because you look like, you know, the Chiefs, I think they're very good. I think Mahomes is very good, but they are limited. They are limited, and I don't think it's on him. I know he's taking the blame for the bad throw at the end. His guys are covered like – it, there's just he hasn't put up a huge game. I saw his numbers. He's well, I think like the other teams you're scared of Cincinnati, no Joe Burrow, Baltimore. You know they're, they're good. They're, they're good. They're you tough. Can't say anything. They're good beatable. on both sides of the ball, but they are beatable. So yes. I don't think there's a, there's not a team out there that really you, you look at and you say they're a whole hell of a lot better than us. Now maybe you meet them in the in this last game. The 49ers might be the best team out of all of them. I think the Woody, 49ers. Woody, are to your on point, a before level, I, but... I don't want to get to that, but Woody, to your point, you got four or five at home, and I know some of those teams are really good. Dallas Cowboys, another huge game. Buffalo at the end of the year, you know they're going to come down, let it rip, and if they play like they did against the Eagles, you're in for a dogfight. If if that team's still alive and well and not checking out to get the off season started. Which I've seen both. Could you imagine that team's out of playoff contention by then? No, that would be strange. But Woody, this is when you look at what you've done so far and what's ahead, you might be right about what you said. This is your best chance in twenty something years. I mean, you got to throw them all in there, man. You got to throw them all in there. We got to go to break. We got to go to break. I just want everybody driving in this morning, going, "Damn." Sounds pretty good. So two of the top four teams lost Kansas City and Jacksonville last night. So they're at eight and four. And the Dolphins and Ravens will see you soon in Baltimore, both nine and three. We got to take a quick break. We'll be back. In- we get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Just a moment. To, uh, um, you, of course, play for Nick Saban. Now you play for Mike McDaniel. I just want to ask how they are different. But this broadcast is only three hours long, so instead I'm going to ask, how are Nick Saban and Mike McDaniel similar <laughs> Is there anything? Um, yeah, uh, they're head coaches for for, for our team. Yes, yeah. that's that's a similarity. <laughs> that counts. That counts. I gotta tell you, the kid is good, man. Lefty is good. Last night on the Manning Cast Monday Night Football, although. I don't know how many people are going over there, man. It was a hell of a game, hell of a football game. Everybody worried, and and usually when a star quarterback or a big-name quarterback plays against a backup, you don't get that kind of game. 34-31 overtime win. Cincinnati goes to Jacksonville and uh, destroys the party and the stroke job that was done on Jacksonville before the game on their strength and everything about their team. 
So uh, Jake Browning filling in for Joe Burrow, 32 of 37. And by the way, he made some throws. I, you know what? Some of those throws you're going, is this, uh, is Joe back? I mean, Jake, Jake can throw it. You know, everybody's looking for a quality backup for this situation because it's going to happen to everybody pretty much sooner or later. And uh, I, I don't know. Listen, I don't know. They're back to 500 Cincinnati. By the way, a lot of teams were supposed to be good at 500, huh? Buffalo and Cincinnati. and But uh, that's a hell of a win for them last night. Jake Browning going to Jamar Chase uh, for 11 and 149 last night as well. So uh, we had all that stuff. And, uh, of course, now we, we look at a bunch of other pieces of news, including – and I don't want to beat this up. It's over, and I'm not going to beat this every day. I, I still feel strongly about the FSU thing. Um, but but I get if you don't really care and you're just sitting back and you want to get the four best teams and, and you understand and everybody does at every level how important a quarterback is. It, it is, especially in college and, and pro football. You, you need a guy that you know is athletic and run and throw. And Alabama's guys develop as well as anybody. I understand it. And I understand FSU's second and third string quarterbacks um, don't exactly give you a lot of confidence. But I got to tell you, man. And I heard all those guys stroking each other and patting each other on the back. They got it right. And they did the right thing. The committee did the right thing. They were ta- Stephen A. was taking credit for making the decision. My God, your ego is out of control when you start taking credit for the committee getting together and and guys and Feinbaum going, they were listening to you. I am convinced they listened to you and said, we have got to get the four best teams for TV at, uh, okay, that's pretty much what they said, four best teams for TV and FSU with the second or third quarterback. So, again, it goes back to the fact Florida State starting quarterback who had a hell of a season before getting hurt, he was having a hell of a season, um, but really disappointing. Jordan Travis, 20 touchdowns, two picks, ran for seven more, 13-0, and they did not want to see your two backup quarterbacks. If Jordan can't play, we're going to have to knock you out. Now, if Jordan was there, I'd give you one better. You were going to be a three-seed. You were going to be right behind – I don't know, maybe maybe ahead of Washington, but but for sure going to be a three-seed in this and instead of out of it. And now, of course, the winner out of this whole thing, to me, is going to be Georgia and FSU at the Orange Bowl because they're going to be playing down here. And what a letdown for both of them. Nothing against the Orange Bowl, but you're not one of the four playoff teams coming down here to play in a semifinal game instead, which, which by the way, we're going to 12 next year, so we won't have to have this discussion anymore. And if you are about who should be 11, 12, and 13, uh, nobody wants to hear about it, man, to get that many teams. And basically all the top 10 teams are going to be in the, in the party going forward. But, uh, yeah, I was like, look, they, they got screwed. And whatever you want to say, Oh, I feel bad. As soon as you go, I feel badly about this. Or are we doing the right thing? Is I mean, they are undefeated, which means they got more than just a quarterback throwing the ball around. Oh yeah, I heard they got some first round picks on that team, and and uh, not nobody's done a better job in the transfer portal than Florida State. Listen, they went thirteen and friggin' oh, that's perfection, man, for the year. You realize nobody would be upset if Florida State was in instead of Alabama. Except for the people in Tuscaloosa. 
Right. They're the only people who would be complaining. I always just thought, well, you know, if you have an undefeated team, it takes the guesswork out of it, right? I had to think about you that, You just Woody. put the undefeated team in there and then let the one-loss teams, that's when you start getting into who's the better team, this and that. But this whole better team argument is so subjective, and I keep seeing all these people say, oh, Florida State was in it, they'd lose by 30. Right. Well, how the hell do you know? That's why they play the games, man. Well, like, they're, they're, they're looking Florida at- State hasn't lost yet. The, co- the, the committee members were asked, they asked each other, are they good enough with what they have at quarterback to win a national championship? And they all got together and said, I know this is wrong, but we got to do this for TV. We want to keep people around, and we're going to make sure. And we just think maybe they're right. Michigan-Alabama, maybe maybe it is a better game. But Of course it's a better game. And I'm glad you're Washington, coming around now that the TV networks are pulling all the strings on this. Well, I, that I committee just, is basically ESPN. Well, it's, they don't it's work for ESPN. Of course they but do. They, they serve at the uh, what is it like the board? They serve. At I got the news for you, Woody. ESPN. There Come was on. no way, no way. I'm convinced that when they got together, they all looked at each other and said, "If we don't have an SEC team in this, as strong as that conference is overall, and considered the best conference, the most powerful conference, uh, a lot of people think the." the commissioner of that conference, the most powerful man in college sports. A lot of people think that. We better get one. We They, they got to get somebody in there. So so they're fine. You notice they were like, Georgia didn't get in, but but Alabama got in there. Go, we're good. We just want to make sure we got one of four. We're, we're, we're good to go. And imagine thinking you got about, what, three weeks before those games, four weeks, thinking that FSU can't get a game plan together that amount of time with their backup quarterback. I mean, you get a plan, Woody, but I, how much better is he going to be? I mean, better than the guy that played, the third string guy that played, yeah. but the other guy would have been back, their backup. Okay. I just, I was afraid. Like, is that not? I, just, I mean, I just wanted to make sure you didn't think all of a sudden that their quarterback that really got him there. By the way, Jordan Travis, as far as I can see yesterday, was not nominated for the Heisman, right? No. Okay. Because I they said he was the most important player in college football, right? He, the reason why FSU isn't allowed to play for a playoff? Well, he's really good. But he's not not in that conversation. Well, he's not that. in that one. Okay. I don't I don't like that. That that's kind of a weak argument. Okay, well, that's stuff I, I saw. I was strong. seeing all this stuff yesterday. No, those guys. By the way, my FSU fans are relentless. Those guys on Twitter is retweeting every take possible. But I, I I will say this, and Jordan Travis was not Heisman good. He's really good. Really, hey, listen, you know Miami wouldn't have liked that, of course. Um, a bunch of schools. Must have been really damn them. good because that's the reason why the playoff committee decided FSU wasn't good enough to get in. Woody, he Woody, I understand your point, but you Jordan Travis and the backup have nothing in common, nothing in common, and 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 so I and I'm with you. Like I think 13 and 0, I feel bad because you're basically saying their whole team's not very good, and they got once again. You don't go 13 and 0 in a Power Five conference unless you got some really good football players. Really good football players. And this whole thing, we don't want to see another 62-7 to seven game and all that stuff. And anyway, well, this one? Let me throw this to you. They put Florida State at five, right? Because we're ranking the best teams, five. They put them at five. Yeah. You mean to tell me they think Florida State is better than Georgia, Ohio State, and Oregon? Yeah. Why well, not put Florida State at, at 11 or 12? Right. Put them behind uh, you know, Ole Miss and Penn State. Why not put them back there if you think they're so bad? <laughs> I mean, they're not the fifth best team, Joe. Georgia, Georgia would probably crush FSU, right? Did you watch Oregon play? I did. They're really good. They're really good. 
Did you watch Ohio State play? They're pretty good too. They got a they got a really talented team. Yes, matter of fact, their quarterback who started he jumped in the transfer portal yesterday. I saw that. Yeah, a lot of guys. A lot man. of guys are in the. A lot of guys portal. going. Yeah, see, Alabama. <laughs> one of those Alabama quarterbacks is like quitting football to play lacrosse. Oh, I didn't see that. Wow. He was like they said Notre Dame, then Alabama, now lacrosse. That was always his first love when he was a child. All right, we uh, we have a lot more stuff to uh, to get to here, and uh, we'll, we'll get your thoughts on it. Three zero five five six seven zero five sixty. The officiating, I thought it was pretty good take, and I and I, I know a lot of people looking. I'm because I've been saying it myself. It's, we we talk about it every week, Monday and Tuesday. Is officiating gotten a lot worse? This PI thing, pass interference is. And, and please don't, please don't ask to review pass interference. Please don't do that. You, you want to add another 30 minutes onto a game? Have you seen how long the reviews take in the NFL? The other day, I got to see them up close in real time. If you've been to a game and gone through it, there's enough timeouts because of commercials. We don't need a lot of extra friggin' reviews. Please, just clean it up. Do a better job. Get in better shape. Or hire better officials, simplify this thing a little bit, and uh, and go. And if you're not sure, Woody, I still think. If you're not sure, you think it's there, but you're not sure, don't call it. And if it doesn't look bad, don't call it. Let them play. Let them play. Which, by the way, they did let them play at the end of that Kansas City game. <laughs> they let them play. All right, we're going to break. A lot more stuff to get to, but first, before we do, I got to talk about the part that the league never wants to hear about the National Football League, the NBA, the NHL, baseball, all the rest of them, and that is sports injuries. God, I hate talking about them, losing key guys late in the year. But I will tell you, when you got Baptist Health South Florida, you sure feel a lot better about things. When you look at their specialist, they have. They're a top uh, 50 sports medicine program in the country. People ask me, where do the pros go? And I go, well, enter Miami, the Miami Heat. The Florida Panthers and the Miami Dolphins, FIU, FAU, they even got a great program for Dade County uh, High School football for those guys to come in there for free if they don't have it. Sure, they take care of them, man. Do a great job. And some of our best doctors are part of this program, which is so cool. Talk about giving back to an area rich in high school football, man. It makes you feel good. And, uh, And it's just gotten bigger and better with some of the best specialists in the business, Knee and shoulder and foot and ankle and hand and back and elbow and hip and knee replacement. We've got doctors for every part of the body that know how to get you healthy quickly. They've seen it. They've got great experience, great success rate to make sure you're all taken care of. And the reason it's called Baptist Health South Florida because it's grown. The sports medicine program is in Dade and Broward, not just Doctors Hospital in Coral Gables, which is a fantastic facility, but also now Implantation, right off I-95 and Pine Island Implantation. Dr. Swartzen and the gang are up there. Do a great job, man. Such good doctors and very convenient, selfishly for me. Very convenient and and for most people in Broward because it's right off 595. And then on top of that, the new facility just in the last couple of months opened up at Hard Rock Stadium right next to the training facility, Baptist Health South Florida, is kicking butt up there. Real close to the Turnpike, real close to the Palmetto. Splitting the uprights with three great locations to see all those great doctors they have. Just visit baptisthealth.net slash ortho. One goal every day. It's about getting you healthy, playing the sports you love the most. Oh, Tua 
You know, some big news yesterday for Alabama, them making it into the college football playoffs. And, you know, here on this show, we're always trying to have breaking news. So do you want to talk about what we talked about in the commercial break where you said that actually Florida State should have gotten in over Alabama? <laughs> I did not say any of that, I promise. To all my Alabama buddies, everyone in Alabama, I'm row tied all the way. Um, I, I did not say that. Now, um, do I think it's it's fair? I don't think it's fair. Um, but do I think it's right? That too. I don't know. Uh, it's one of those deals where you got to leave it up to the committee's decision um, and allow them to make that decision. All right, the Manning brothers and Tua Tungavailoa. Not bad at all. Not bad last night at all. And of course, everybody's got an opinion on, you understand the whole situation, 13-0, and 0, usually slam dunk to get in if you're a Power 5 football team. Did everything, won all your games, except your quarterback got hurt a couple weeks back, Jordan Travis, who's really good, had a really good season. So the committee gets together and goes, wow, we got a tough one. Now on top of, on top of it, Alabama friggin' beats Georgia and, so now they're going, wow, what what do we do? Oh, gosh, this is going to get ugly. And Texas took care of Alabama. So, we, gosh, so so now they're going to, if we if we do put Alabama in, Texas is going to go, wait a second, we beat them at their house. They didn't come here. We beat them at their house. Oh, oh shoot. What? So then the committee members get outside the meeting room and have a chance to ask each other, are they good enough with what they have at quarterback, FSU, to win a national championship. And they go, I, they they all said the same thing everybody's saying, just like Tua said, it, it's wrong. I mean, they did everything. It's not fair to the rest of that team and all the other positions. And and obviously, I mean, you go 13-0 in a power five. I don't care what power five. You're really good. Washington, anybody complain about, they're really good. And everybody's going, but God, I mean, if I'm just sitting back and, I feel bad for FSU fans. We got a bunch of them here in South Florida. I feel bad, but I just think we got a better game if we let Alabama play Michigan. One versus four. What do you think? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll let Texas. Yeah, Texas can play against Washington. All right. So so that's what's happened. And uh, thank God this will be the last year we have it, folks. Because I don't want to hear anybody, if I'm still here next year, bitching about who's 12 and who should have been, who's 13 and 14. You get to that point. Because I had somebody, well, it's going to be like this no matter how many you go. You're not going to get a lot of sympathy for a 13 or a 14 that uh, missed out with two losses, right? It's a little bit different. We're talking about undefeated. Undefeated. And and besides the quarterback talk and what the out, you know, everybody looking into the, trying to figure out what what's going to happen in these games if Florida State would have played and they would have lost by 30 and it's a bad game and Second half, everybody checks out of the game and goes to the barbecue and and all that stuff. But, man, I don't know. I just you feel bad for all those other really good football players on that team. And, again, nobody is winning at any level with just a quarterback. And I get the quarterback's the most important position. There is no doubt about it. But you got to have some horses, and they have horses on both sides of the football. Lots of them. 
And they still, with two playing and number three playing, they still found a way to win. I'm not saying the passing game won a form, but they found a way to win those games. Florida, Louisville, they they still were able to come back and, and win those games. But it's over, and I'm not going to beat it up. I'm not one to keep going on it or stir it up or trying to get Florida State fans this morning salty or everybody else let it go and all. Because guess what? Florida State's coming down here to play Georgia. The two salty ones will be coming down here. The two that thought they might have got screwed will be down here playing against each other in the Orange Bowl. I mean, you cannot make that up. How about that one? I don't know how this system works for who gets, you know, the next choice, you know, because all these bowl games, big, especially the big ones, Rose Bowl and Fiesta Bowl and Sugar Bowl and, of course, the Orange Bowl. But, I don't know, Orange Bowl did pretty damn well for themselves getting Georgia down here, getting the SEC, and uh, the getting the, the second-best team in the SEC if you're going by the championship game and getting the best team in the ACC to play. They'll never get that again without a playoff uh, a playoff game down here. That will never, ever happen again. We can have those guys on tomorrow. I'm curious to hear what those Orange Bowl guys, who are always very polite and stuff, you don't think they went home and went, yes, hell yes. Hey, sorry you didn't get in, but hell yes. For our game, yes. Some of those Orange Bowl guys, not many of them get up early in the morning, but these guys are all pretty successful guys, but uh, – yeah, man, they're they're all fired up. They're all calling each other. We got a good game. Georgia and FSU. You think FSU still travels, right? Most of all, they don't have to travel that far. A lot of their fan base right here in the state of Florida. I would say, were you talking about the team or the fans? Fans. Um, I, Again, I, I like our guys, the Orange. But I will tell you, a, a lot of my buddies are really pissed. I don't care if they're pissed. Are they going? They're, no, they're not. They're not going. Okay. They're, they're really pissed. Well, I got, I, I'll got. i give you one to think about. They got some guys going in the first round. Are they going to play? No, probably not. I see. Uh, who we see? Oh, the uh, USC quarterback, Caleb Williams. He said, nope. Look, it, the game's in, what, three weeks from now? So yeah. maybe people come around and, you know, I, there are a ton of those fans down here in South Florida. So maybe they... Say, hey, you know, we get the chance to watch our team play. That doesn't happen all the time, right? Nope. Play down, well, once every other year or so. But, I, you know, maybe they end up going, come around. I don't Look know. At, I don't care if you're I, a Canes fan. I can't imagine being and... one of those fans, man. I mean, it is, this is the biggest screw job we've <clears throat> maybe ever seen. Yeah, we've had we've had a few. Through the this years, one's but... pretty brutal. No, it's bad. It's bad. To go undefeated and, and get left out and get, you know. A team like Alabama. To go we might have to go here. to the old system, uh, the old system where uh, it used to be like they'd have co-champs. Remember those days where it was just co-champ situation where. Well, what the, you know, UCF did this. Remember, UCF got left out, and they won like uh, one of those BCS games. Were they? And they were, hung a big banner that said they was were UCF champions. in a Power Five conference zone when that happened. No, no, I they weren't. So. But they they didn't get in. Remember, they were all upset they didn't get in. And then they won. They beat, I think they beat Georgia, if I'm not mistaken, in one of those games. No, was, Georgia uh, like didn't try. Wasn't it Auburn? I don't. Maybe one of those SEC yeah. teams that didn't try. None of their players played or anything like that. And then they won that game. And then they hung a banner in their stadium that said they were national champions. And they had the parade and everything. Remember? Yeah, yeah I do. I do. I, remember I'm guessing the whole Florida thing. State doesn't do that. <clears throat> Although I think Florida State hung a banner for uh, the uh, college basketball season that got canceled from COVID. 
All right. Look at man. It, it it's over. They had a good team that year, though. They probably would have had a good chance to win the national championship, but uh, the season got canceled. Well, listen, we uh, besides all that stuff, we we have this mess up in New York. Switching back to the quarterback topic, which never stops around here. I don't know if I've seen a bigger mess at quarterback than this Jets thing. I'm not sure that the head coach in the gym, when this is all said and done, it is so bad. It, it, it is so bad. I'm now at a point, it's not even about the quarterbacks to me. It's about the coaches. That's how bad it is that they can't figure out after all these weeks without Aaron Rodgers that they're not a little bit better to at least score one friggin' touchdown in some of these games. And I got to tell you, I got nothing against Nathaniel Hackett. I've known Nathaniel Hackett forever and his father, who was my coach at Cal, Paul Hackett. But I don't know how he makes the cut. You know, that thing in Denver was a disaster. I don't – Aaron Rodgers got to be the only thing saving him right now. Only thing. How bad that thing is. We get to see it here in a couple weeks uh, again, but – they're not sure who they're going to – now they got rumors out there that Zach Wilson doesn't want to play. He's afraid he's going to get hurt. Now, he said, that's not true. He's really – matter of fact, he called me. He said he wants to play. And Well, listen, we got 7 o'clock hour coming up. we got a lot more stuff to get to. Kyle Krabs, who's just a rock star, Locked on Fence podcast, going to join us. He uh, traveled to the game the other day <clears throat> up in uh, – where were we? Washington, D.C., and was there. So we'll talk, Kyle, uh, break down the uh, Dolphins a little bit and uh, how they look. I know how they look, but we'll get in some technical stuff. But, yeah, damn, they got a really good football team right now, man. Really, really good football team. Right now, I want to tell you about something else that's really, really good. Air around the clock, air conditioning and plumbing. Trained and certified technicians. 135 trucks on the road daily to serve you. Seven days a week. Yep. Some of those guys have to work. Certified technicians work on Saturday and Sunday. Same with their licensed, experienced plumbers they have. Uh, they want to let you know when it comes to any kind of plumbing problem or air conditioning problem, including getting new water heaters or getting a new air conditioning unit, all different sizes. We have thousands of them in stock right now at Air Around the Clock. And that's part of the great service. You have something that's dead and not going to work again. We want to let you know that our goal is always same-day installation. That's the goal every day. Financing plans to help you out. Ream water heaters ready to go. we got a box truck filled with all-size ream water heaters right now. That uh, All those guys do is deliver, put them in, get rid of the old one, and get a new one in quickly. Before you ever take another hot shower, you are set and ready to go. Still family-owned and going stronger than ever after 30 Five years. We lost Big Daddy Lenny, but we didn't lose Eric and the rest of them over there. And they want to let you know, man, this thing is still about great service seven days a week. So the next time you have a problem, remember the name, Air Around the Clock, Air Conditioning and Plumbing. These guys are good. I mean real good at what they do. And again, service, that comes first. 1-888-FIX-MY-AC. That's 1-888-FIX-MY-AC for Air Around the Clock, Air Conditioning and Plumbing. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? 
Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.